Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? All right, so this is a very cool story here. Jaden Soong, a seventh grader at Thomas Star King Middle School in Los Feliz, plans to miss classes on June 5th, but for good reason. He'll be the only 13-year-old trying to qualify for the U.S. Open in a 36-hole competition at Hillcrest Country Club. He shot a 72 two weeks ago at Brentwood Country Club to become one of five qualifiers to advance to the final tournament that will decide at-large berths for the U.S. Open. That, of course, will be played the weekend of June 15th at Los Angeles Country Club. The youngest player to ever compete in the U.S. Open was Andy Zhang, who played at 14 years old, 16 months, back in 2012. So hope Jaden Soong makes it. That'd be great. It'd be cool, man. You say the kid was 14 years and 16 months? 14 years and six months. Oh, six months. I was going to mm-hmm. say 16 months wouldn't work right, out. Right. I was going to say, right. doesn't that make him like 15 and a half? Exactly. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and you're, the still, kid, you're still eating those chips, by the way. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. They're really good, these Doritos. Glad yeah. someone liked them. So he's 13 years old, this little guy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Trying to qualify for the U.S. Open. I hope he does. That'd be awesome. 14 in six months. Yeah. No, no, no. The oldest one is 14. Oh, the oldest one. Yeah, he's 13. So this young fella young. just got bar mitzvahed. What's yep. his name? Uh, Jaden Soong. Jaden. the youngest ever. Jaden Soong? Soong. S-O-O-N-G. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Maybe something fun to root for. Not only a local kid, but a literal kid. Well, you know, by <laughs> funny you mentioned that. You guys following the story at all about the guy who is the golf pro, um, down in Orange County, who had the hole-in-one at the PGA Championship yeah, last Block, weekend. Michael Block. Michael Block. Yeah. And tell the story the other day, he got a call from Michael Jordan, because Jordan saw the hole-in-one, and Jordan saw Block wearing the Jordan gear. And this guy is a club pro in Mission Viejo. I got to remember the name of the, the club where he's at. And he went from club pro to finishing 15th in the PGA Championship with a hole-in-one and becoming like this national sensational story. But he's still like, isn't he still working at the club? My understanding, we got to get this guy like, on. Like, hang on, guys. Let me uh, let me ring up this guy for this hat that he just bought in the pro shop real quick. Yeah, I don't know that he's doing that <laughs> quite. I don't know. I'm not so sure that he's, he's working the, the register in the pro shop. No, no. Hold on. Laura's giving me the Dikembe Mutombo. Well, because I work the PGA Championship, so he's not working. I mean, oh, he's not he's, back at his, his home club. Actual home club. No, because no, no, because no, he went from there to the, whatever the next tournament was, the yeah. Byron Allen or whatever. I don't remember. Something. He's been like invited that. to the next three tournaments. Yeah, yeah. He made two hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars for placing fifteenth. Wow. Previous to that, he had only made thirty-eight grand. Period. I'll bet you, as a club pro down in Orange County, he was probably making like a hundred grand. He probably you know? doesn't even need to go back as a club pro because he's probably going to get a bunch of money for private lessons now, right? You well, think? actually, that's a good place to do it. Yeah. yeah. That club in Orange County. Yeah. yeah. Now he can like up his price like times 10. Yeah. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. That's a great story. So, Cappy. Yo. D'Angelo Russell has drawn the ire of Laker fans, more so than even being minus 53 or whatever the hell he was in the series against Denver. 
So everyone's having their exit meetings. Everyone's talking. We've played Palinka right before the other day, and we talked about Darwin stuff, and obviously LeBron's post game press conference. By the way, I'd love to go shopping with Rob Palinka. He's got a good good style, Drew. I don't have any style. You Look wouldn't. at me. I, I'm a pair of jeans and a t-shirt, you know what I mean? Sneakers. Yep, you got none. Rob Palenka at those exit interviews the other day, I don't know what that schmata was that he was wearing. He dresses very well. He's what got it. What was? It's like a schmata. You know, it's like a, like a, you know, like a, just a piece of like an article of clothing you just kind of throw on. But he had this, that. he's got this beautiful, like, it's like a half shirt, half jacket. You know, I just called it a schmata. But anyway, the point is, Rob Palenka, good dresser, like to go shopping with you together. What do you think of that, George? Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Why not? Why not? Yeah, I just don't see it. Like, what are you doing today? I don't know. I don't think you and Rob have a ton in common. We don't have... Well, well, I mean, he has good fashion and I'm interested. The one thing you have in common is you are both college athletes. Really? Yeah. Okay. You have that. Okay. Besides that, I don't know how much else you have. How old is Palenka, you think? I don't know the answer to that question. Wait, Um, in his mid-50s, maybe? Probably 50s, Okay, so we got that in common. Yeah. Got kids? Uh, he does have kids. Is yeah. he married? Do you know anything about his marital status? I don't know about no? that. No. I mean, maybe he's divorced. Then we have that in common. <laughs> I don't. You know? Maybe we get that in common thereafter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway, so you were saying, though, excuse me. I was so talking about pulling his fashion. D'Angelo Russell has drawn the ire of Laker fans beyond his play. So in his... <sighs> oh, my goodness. Egg, aside. Exit interview. Mm-hmm. He talked about... He was asked about the season. What was it? What What would you make of this season? To which he said? Yes, this is what he said. Oh, okay. This is what we're supposed to play that D'Angelo Russell said. <laughs> gotcha, hang on, I was on the wrong screen. Yeah. Complete success. Um, honestly, it's been a, a great time. It's been a great experience. Um, to come back and be in this position as prepared as I was, um, give myself a pat on the back for that one. Um, being able to just adjust and just get thrown into you know, the fire with the team and, and trying to figure it out on the fly and make it to the Western Conference Finals. It's a complete success. Uh, I really can't really complain about anything um, besides the ball going in when I wanted it to. But other than that, I, I enjoyed my time and it was what it was. Was what it was. <laughs> that's great. That I part. love that. At least he knows, it seems like, that that's the reality of the situation. It was what it was. Yeah. See... The phrase it is what it is, mm-hmm. I never adopted that phrase. Why not? I don't like it. Why don't you like it? Because it is what it is is one of those phrases uh-huh. that when you've exhausted everything you can say about a subject, you mm-hmm. go, huh? You it throw your hands up in the air. Right. Yeah. That's what it is. It is what it, it is. It you is throw your hands up in the air. That's what it is. Yeah. At the end of this comment, when you've gone through, let's just think about this for a second. I had a great time. Um, I had a great experience. I should pat myself on the back for being able to come to a new team and, you know, be prepared for that. So for me, it's a complete success, you know, because it was what it was. Um, okay, dude, I understand. I, I, I got to say, I understand his perspective, George. Yeah. I think most people probably think I'm going to rip the guy like I would rip Giannis for saying that there's no failure in sports. But I actually understand where D'Angelo Russell's coming from. Hey, I got traded. I wasn't on a very good team. We weren't really going anywhere. I got to come back to L.A. I got a little bit of redemption based on the way I left the first time and the way people perceived me the first time. I got to come back. I got to play with LeBron. I got to play in front of these fans. We made it to the Western Conference Finals. I made a lot of money this year. For him, that was that's a success. Right. That's what I'm saying. For him. Correct. But that's not what people want to hear. 
Uh, no, actually, it's a big turnoff. Yeah. It's a really big turnoff. You know? Um, dude, you have played for the Lakers before. You were in L.A. You knew that franchise, the fan base, the expectations, the media, etc. Although... Yes and no, because he came when he was here. He played for the team when they were at their worst. Right, but what year was that? I mean, God. I mean, he was still twenty fourteen or something like that, or fifteen. Still, if you didn't understand what you guys all keep telling me, which is the Lakers only play for championships, if you're in that building, in that practice facility, wearing that uniform in that in Crypto.com, if you don't know that. And then you get to an exit press conference. This is your second stint as a Laker, and that, you don't. That's on you for yeah. sure. I'm with you. I, I'm not. I, I'm just telling you that. I if I were a general manager outside of him being a placeholder contractually, I would not have him on my team. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So so we've gone from, hey, look, you know. He can be a streaky shooter, and he's not really a great defensive player, so I don't really see him as part of the future of the Lakers, too. I don't want this guy anywhere near my team. And it's not a personal thing. It's just I don't think that he's a 16-game player. And if if I am a general manager, particularly the general manager of this team, that's what I need. I need guys that I know that can perform in the playoffs. And if his attitude is this was a season was a success, then he's on the wrong team. Like I, I'm not saying that to be demeaning of him, but he this is the most success he's had, team success he's had in the pros. So um, it may honestly, it may you may have to go back to high school to find him having this kind of success when he was at Montverde. Like you know, like that that may be as far back as you have to go because he did not have any success here. He was at the here at the like I said at the worst time that they've had in their franchise previously. So you guys always like to give me a hard time about how I equate money to uh, philosophy in sports. Mm-hmm. So, so like, here's the thing. It, how much, you have any idea what D'Angelo Russell's contract was like for this year? Like $30 million? This year? Yeah. D'Angelo Russell made $30 million this I mean, year. approximately, sure. I mean, look, we were all kind of offended, if you will, by Russell Westbrook's making $47 million, okay? D'Angelo Russell... When you're like that middle of the road that you make $30 million a year, that's amazing. So when you make $30 million a year and you get bounced in the Western Conference Finals and people ask you, hey, how how was the season for you? A complete success. Why? I was on a bad team. I got traded back to the Lakers. I got to play with one of the all-time legends. I got to make a playoff run. I got all the way to the Western Conference Finals. I had a couple of big games along the way. And I made $30 million. So guess what? For me, complete success. I think fans care more about their teams winning than 95% of the players do. What do you think about that? Not 95. That's absurd. I just made that up. It just, I just pulled that number right that out of the air. I was going to say, what's your source on that, Cappy? My source is uh, uh, data and, and uh, data. Can you be more specific, please? I need to know your exact source. You know, listen, let me tell you. You know what you did? You pulled that out of your tuchus. Yes, I did. I sure did. But seriously, doesn't it sound like he doesn't really care that much? Uh, Like like winning is not paramount. It just sounds like he's got a, uh, he doesn't understand where he's at. Like where, right, where he's playing. And that's fine. And that, that, that's probably why he said, you know, he talked about it in the past tense. It was what it was. 
Got to give myself a big old pat on the back because yeah. I was prepared. By the way, Sam Kim from La Mirada in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust. And you Shout can, out, Sam. You can be part of the Sedano and Cap community on Twitter by going to the community section. When you go to the community section on Twitter in the search bar, type in Sedano and Cap. Yeah. Um, he says, one advice to Scott Kaplan, Journalism 101, don't cut off Sedano when he's in mid of, of breaking news, LOL. I don't recall me breaking what, news. What, what breaking was news? I, I, yeah, what I, if have? you want to respond again in the community, I'd love to know what he interrupted me for. Yeah, what I news? I didn't recall. What news did he break? Breaking news. Anybody know? I, I, I don't know what he's talking about, so that's why I was just curious. Maybe it's from it Sam Kim. The, tri- the chips. That was breaking news, that the chips were not that good. Oh, no. really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, hey, Sam, listen, uh, I'll tell you this right now. I will uh, take your constructive criticism based on your credentials as a journalist. I'm personally not a journalist. Mm-hmm. I take great pride in that, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. But I will uh, I will yield to your credentials. Shmuley uh, Kim. <laughs> okay. Um, That's what we call people in, in Yiddish, George. When your name is Sam, yeah. we call you Shmuley. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? I did not know that. Yeah. Thank you for informing me. Uh, D'Angelo Russell made $31.377 million this year. How much? 31.3. D'Angelo Russell made $31 million. Let me tell you something right now. Mm-hmm. When you have a guy like Dennis Schroeder making a million dollars. It was like three, actually, something like that. Yeah. Whatever. Nonetheless, yeah. Did you get every, Did you extract every penny of yes. value from Dennis Schroeder this 100%, year? 100%, yes. Okay. What did Austin Reeves make this year? Approximate. Guess. I mean, not much. million bucks? Probably less. Okay. Did you get every penny worth of Austin Reeves oh, this year? No question. Yeah. And if Austin Reeves next year makes $20 million and he has the season he had this year, would you be satisfied? Yes. yes. D'Angelo Russell, what he's paid, how he performs, disproportionate. That's all. Disproportionate. When you make $30 million, there's an expectation. I would agree. I mean, it's rare that you and I agree. On basketball stuff, so. How about that? It happens. Yeah. You know? It's rare. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah. And for you, it's good that you finally are coming over to the right side. (laughs) You know? You're starting to learn something from this guy right here. There you go. All right. Coming up next, I love Patrick Mahomes. He made a comment recently that made that he's like the opposite of well, he, D'Angelo right, Russell. Right. He gets it. Right. He gets it. And we'll tell you what he said, and it, it it's probably good advice for any superstar, I would say. We'll do that next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. I don't think I've heard this song in like a decade. I know. But was this like your high school song or something? It was. So oh, I graduated. Yeah. I think it came out in 2005, 2006. I graduated yeah. 2006. Yeah. But it is graduation season. Yes. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. And I wanted to give shout outs to a few people. Uh, my niece, who just graduated from Savannah High School in shout Anaheim. Out. Yeah. My nephew graduated from Ontario High School. What's up, nephew? Okay. My friend graduated from Cal State LA with her degree in social science. Um, I'm a Bronco, so shout out to the Broncos who graduated. And Josh's brother graduated from USC. Josh Martinez? So, yes, Julio Martinez graduated from USC. And our very own Parker. Parker, the one shout that Shout out, just, Parker. Yeah, from Chapman Parker University. Bell. So really? I just wanted to give the guys, you know, some love. And of course, my niece, because the only girl. Well, but. you know what, though, dude? Seriously, while you're at it, it, it's just, it is graduation season. And, you know, like I saw Beto's son graduated high oh, school. Yeah. So yeah, congratulations yeah. to, to Beto. And um, I mentioned earlier, Dave Roberts' son graduated from college. So mm-hmm. congratulations to the Dodgers manager. Yeah. And for all the moms and dads out there, whether your kids are graduating from high school or I'm seeing so many pictures on social media of kids graduating from college, mm-hmm. congratulations to everybody out there. It's hard and to the, get a kid through high school. It's really hard to get a kid through college. And the parents who decided to go back, because I've seen that too and graduate with their degree shout out to them because all their parents and they're graduating yeah i know it's cool so yeah that was my little shout i know out next today. year next year i got a lot man i got uh, december of this year my son will graduate from college june of next year actually late may of next year my daughter will graduate from boise state june of next year my daughter will graduate from high school so i got a lot of this but i'm just a year out you know that's quick i feel like oh did they do like a two-year school and transfer or they're just mm. Um. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause I'm like in a year they're getting the bachelor's. That's no. wild. Everybody's everybody did like the JC route. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. that's a good route. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper. It way, is. Yeah. Way. I know. Way. Sedano's focused. I know he is. Well, he, you know. Listen. Here's I the can situation. Do two things at the same time. Oh, I know you can. I'm just. I'm looking at you. Looking at the TV. That's why. Boston. Boston 53. is crushing them right now. Yeah. Fifty three thirty eight. Boston over Miami. Three thirty to go in the second quarter. And Shidano, I mean, locked in. The Heat are falling apart in the sense of just injuries. Are you Lee worried? Boston. No, I mean, I, if they if they don't have a team they can feel, that's it's tough. You know what I mean? Like Gabe Vincent is out now. I mean, Hero's already out. Like they're just they they don't have a lot of bodies. You know, I I feel like Miami was so confident after losing Game Four. Yeah, but you can't. You're if you're missing starters, you can't miss more guys who are replacing the starters. You know what I mean? I do. Um, but I also feel not like, against a team that's been one of the best teams all year. Well, that's just it. You know, is that when you're up three zero and you've taken two games at their house, you're in total control of the series. Now it's three one. You got to go back to their place. This is the game we're watching right now. I mean, I th- I I said on Mason Iron, I thought that he would win in six. So, but but Boston, if assuming Boston's going to win this game, yeah. You got to get it back on a plane. You got to fly down to Miami. Yeah. And you got to play the next game. And that's the game, game six, and the Lakers did it yeah. in the first two on rounds. Saturday, right. That's the game you got to win. Yeah. Because the, if I'm it just, gets to a game seven, it's a toss up, and you're already on the road if you're them. And you have no time in between the end of the Eastern Conference Finals and the start of the NBA Finals. Right. And so, obviously, if you're the Heat, this game doesn't look so good. I just think that they're unfortunately falling apart physically at the wrong time. Well, this would be the time to make sure you don't get anybody else hurt, rest whoever you got to rest, and come home and win. Well, home. I mean, they're not going to rest guys in the second quarter, though. You know what I mean? No, like, I mean they're not. They're not completely <laughs> out of it yet, but they but they look like they're getting blitzed tonight. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and they're down 15, 17 points. There's like thirty minutes to go. Now. Yeah, thirteen. 13? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll see. But Patrick Mahomes, as I mentioned earlier. 
made the cut. Do we have the audio of Patrick Mahomes or no? We do not. Okay. Really? So No, that's fine. Um, Patrick Mahomes made the comment, was asked recently, you know, OTAs are happening yeah. right now, right? Um, oh, and we should talk about the Devontae Adams thing because we never got to that in the last hour. So Patrick Mahomes was asked the very simple question of like, hey, like, you know, all these quarterbacks are getting paid. You know, what do you make of that? And he's like, nah, I'm good. Like, I got paid a lot of money and I'm more worried about getting more rings, you know, in my legacy at this point. And it's true. He was like the highest paid guy for like 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. And that's always going to change based on quarterbacks and when contracts are up. He's making a lot of money. And I I think it's smart. He's just like, you know, whatever we got to do to keep winning. Like, I don't care. Let's just do that. Yeah, Mahomes, uh, again, I'm paraphrasing, but he said something to the effect of, um, hey, look, you know, I want to make a lot of money and take care of myself. But on the other hand, I want to keep winning, and I'm more about a legacy than I am about the money. Now, hold on. I really like Patrick Mahomes. I think he's one of the freshest-faced kids in all of sports. I think he's extremely likable. I mean, yeah, he's got that brother who's a putz, but generally speaking, I think Patrick Mahomes is a very likable guy. Do you guys, does everybody here like like Patrick Mahomes, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, he's likable, isn't he? Not so much his brother and his wife, but yeah, Patrick Mahomes is cool. But he's a likable guy. So it's very easy, I would say, to be young, incredibly wealthy already, and have two rings. So when you've already got two rings... Mm-hmm. And you've made a lot of money, like generational wealth already, and you're going to get paid again, Mm -hmm. you can say things like, I'm more about the legacy than I am about the money. Because you've already got the money, and you've already got two rings to start the legacy. Now, think about it the other way. You ready? If you were a Justin Herbert, you don't have any rings, you don't have any playoff wins, and you're still on a rookie contract. So are you and are, are you not going for as much money as you can get? Or if you're Justin Herbert, are you saying to the Chargers, hey, look, you know what? I know I can get a $250 million contract, but give me a $200 million contract because you need to put $50 million into the rest of the team. I'm like that. When you're Mahomes and you got two rings already, you can be like that. Right. You think other quarterbacks will follow? I don't know. I think it just depends on the circumstance. Your boy, uh, you know, Tommy Boy used to do that. For a little bit in New England. That's right. Yeah. But but think about a guy like Lamar Jackson. I'm not knocking the guy for getting as much money as he got. Well, but, I think you got to get that first real contract, though. But but I'm saying he he got his... And this was his first real crack at it. But his goal... You got to get paid first. 100%. His goal was to get paid. Right. Patrick Mahomes has done two things already. He's won two Super Bowl rings, and he's already been paid. Mm-hmm. So when you've been paid and you've got rings... You can say things like, I'm more about legacy than I am about money. Mm-hmm. When you have no rings, you're all about money. Right. And then you hope you win rings. Right. But I love Patrick Mahomes. But I, I just think, I don't blame a guy who hasn't been paid yet. You know? Oh, I'm not blaming Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I'm not blaming him one bit. And if and if Joe Burrow goes and gets the next biggest contract. And, the and Cin- he will. And, and the Cincinnati Bengals um, find themselves not able to, to pay other guys. Yeah. I, I'm not going to fault Joe Burrow. Just like I'm not going to fault Justin Herbert for doing it. Yeah, We do have sound about the Raiders situation. Because remember, Devontae Adams was yapping about he didn't like the situation uh, in, I was going to say Oakland, in Las Vegas. 
and he didn't like some of the way things were handled. Now, he's backtracking a little bit because he's now telling us, well, they asked him, well, do you not like the Garoppolo move? And he's like, no, why would I? Why, why would you guys think that? And they're like, okay, well, we thought you weren't on the same page with the GM, but then you posted the picture with the GM on Instagram, so is it the coach? He's like, no, no, I'm good with him too. Like, you know, I've had more input here than I've ever had anywhere else. And they're like, then what's your beef? He's like, well, you know, I, I just, I'm giving them my thoughts. So it's kind of like a weird deal with Devontae Adams. And Josh McDaniels spoke about it today about Devontae kind of venting. The thing I'd say about a player like Devontae, and we have many other players in this same category, is they have a, an opinion and a voice uh, because they've earned it. And I respect the hell out of anything that they would say um, or suggest or anything like that during the course of the process of trying to improve our team, which I know where Devontae comes from. Um, he's a competitor. He wants to win. Um, and that's really his sole focus. And, you know, that's what he does here every day. He's here pushing himself, pushing his teammates. He's been a tremendous leader for our football team. And like I said, those things happen, I'd say, all the time, you know, where somebody may have a, a question or a comment or a discussion is had. And those are the right things to do. And those players have earned it, you know. And so I have nothing but respect for, for anybody like that that has a comment or an opinion like that. I don't know what he just said. Did he say anything? Did Josh McDaniels actually? I mean, just he's say basically anything? saying he's basically defending Devonte Adams. And he's he just, is, huh? He's just saying, like, you know, he's earned the right to say what he wants to say. That's it. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, hey, so I'm a second year coach with this franchise, and year one was kind of a disaster, and this is the biggest star we have on our team, and we'd really actually like him to stop ripping our team, and we'd like him to become a part of our team. So instead of saying what I really want to say, which is, bro, would you stop saying stuff like that? I'm just going to go to this press conference, and I'm going to suck up to you. It's fine. Hey, you're a competitor. I understand. You're a competitive guy. You've earned the right to have an opinion here. Mm -hmm. I don't buy it. You don't buy what? I don't buy any of it. I, I think Devontae Adams wants out of Vegas. Okay. And I think that the Raiders organizationally don't want to say what they really think, which is, bro, not cool. Okay? We went out and got you in free agency. We gave you a bunch of money. Hey, your buddy, the quarterback, wasn't very good anymore. You know, we think we can win more games with Jimmy Garoppolo than we won with Derek Hart. Sorry, buddy. Is the NFL. I think they're going to be really bad this year. I wonder if Devontae Adams stays with them all year. I think the Raiders are going to be really bad. And why is that? Um, I know Garoppolo's supposed to be healthy because he just had this surgery, but mm -hmm. I I just don't love their team. You know, I, I, I think they're the worst team in the division. And I think that they're probably like at best, like the ceiling to me is like a seven or eight win team. Well... I don't feel very confident about their coach. And look. I don't uh, like him either. That, so I'm I mean, with you on that. Kansas City got the best coach in football. Yeah. Right now. I think the Chargers, you know, I, I know you're going to say your things about them, but they're the second best team in that division. Um, they don't. Paper. They don't have the second best coach. Now, that now goes to Denver. But they have a second best quarterback. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Uh, and I think Denver's going to take a second. We got to see if Russell Wilson can be fixed first before I go that far yet. I'm not so sure that Sean Payton will be the guy that won a Super Bowl with Drew Brees like 15 years ago. You know, I think Sean Payton is more likely to be comped out to like a Mike McCarthy who won a Super Bowl also like 16 years ago. And so somebody still thinks this guy's got the formula when he won one, you know, a generation ago. So I'm 
concerned that Sean Payton, if I'm a Broncos fan, is going to be what Mike McCarthy is, which he hasn't really done much since he's gotten to Dallas. Yeah, well, we'll find out. Mike McCarthy is also going to call plays this year, so there's that. Well, you know what? If you're going to go down, you might as well go, go down, down your way. Right, right. exactly. Yeah. All right, coming up next, big deal or no deal? Back in two minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Do you think you can handle that, Cappy? I think I can. Okay. And then I'm going to hand it over to you. Come on, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. All right, so tickets to Taylor Swift at MetLife Stadium this weekend are selling for more than $4,000 on the secondary markets. That's insane. Uh, And if you can't afford a ticket, but you still want to be with fellow Swifties to party in the parking lot, MetLife officials have a message for you. Don't do it. Fans without tickets have been showing up by the thousands at Taylor Swift's concert venues to party in the parking lots, but they're going to be turned away from MetLife. The venue released a statement yesterday that read, Parking lots will be at maximum capacity and only those with tickets will be let in. Additional unauthorized crowds create traffic and gridlock for everyone. Is it a big deal or no deal that MetLife is killing the Taylor Swift tailgate parties? Kepi? I'm going to say it's no deal, but what I have to do is I got to ask a question. What don't I understand? What, what don't I... Listen, I understand that Taylor Swift is a big star. That I get. But the religious nature with which people follow her, is it's kind of blowing my mind. Because like my daughter, who's 16, is begging me. Please, please, please take her to Pittsburgh in mid-June because she's like, Dad, you can get tickets in Pittsburgh. I know you can. Hey, King, the whole thing. Did you uh, did you uh, already put in for those vacation days? I did not. <laughs> I did not. But the thing is, she's like, Dad, I talked to my friend. She went to the Taylor Swift concert, wherever it was. She said it was life-changing. She has to go back. What is it about these Taylor Swift concerts that I don't know? Yo no sé. She empowers young girls, man. No, that's cool. Listen, I think that's what it is. I, I've that's seen her vibe. Too. I've seen Pink like ten times, and Pink's all about girl power. And as a dad with three daughters, I'm all about girl power. People, I mean, listen. People are some people are just a phenomenon. You know who loves Taylor Swift? Tell me. Who you? I remember when he I, he was he um, Instagram lived himself at a Taylor Swift concert many years ago. Now who that? Your boy Brody. Really, Brody does. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Really? Yeah, a couple years ago. I remember what? him in OKC. He Instagram lived himself at a Taylor Swift concert. When is this SoFi Taylor Swift shows? Oh, and Jimmy Butler, too, I think. Oh, I really? I don't think they're until like the end of July, but I'll look. I'm going to have to figure out something. I you mean, got it, Cap. 
Better you than me, bro. Arya's not there yet. She wants to fly to Pittsburgh. I told you, Cap, you and your daughter can go with my aunt and my cousin. Arya would much rather go to like an EDM concert with me. She's a cool kid. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you see the story that I sent you like forever ago about the lady that got six free VIP tickets? Did you hit her up? Maybe she hate King. She wants to sell them. You don't know. They're in Jersey. That's a good idea. Um, well, that's that, this weekend. Yeah, so. that's this show. Yeah, oh, Cap, well, Cap, he, doesn't, no. he didn't plan Is it that. here, the SoFi one? No, it's, no. it's in uh, New, New Jersey, Jersey MetLife. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that lady got six VIP tickets to her address. But Damn. I know. And my daughter, come on, Dad. I take me to you. Pittsburgh, June 16th. We got tickets. Come on, let's go. I'm like, I don't want to go. You know what you could do, Cap? You could what? be like, let's do the little tailgate party outside of SoFi. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there's no tailgating there, so there's that. All right, what's next, Lindsay? All right, flopping in the NBA has become a bit of an epidemic, and the league has apparently decided that something needs to change. According to Shams, the NBA's competition committee is discussing the potential of an in-game penalty for flops. It would result in a technical foul free throw. Discussions are underway that could lead to a trial run of the rule during NBA Summer League in July, which George Sedano will be at. Is this potential new flopping rule a big deal or no deal, George? It's a big deal. It's already super, a lot of these calls are already super subjective. So now you're going to make one that's very subjective. Um, something that you will apply free throws to? I don't love that idea. I do. It's a big deal, but I don't love that idea. Fans will lose their mind in this situation. Trust me when I tell you. My favorite part of all this, and I'm, I'm going to swipe right, I'm all for it. Yeah, my son flops. So yeah, cute. I gotta be careful. <laughs> yeah, gotta be careful He's with so him. Cute. He's gonna get fined twenty five grand. Yeah, yeah. I um, gotta tell you that if they awarded the opposing team a free throw because you just flopped all over the place like a fish that just got caught right out of the water and brought onto the boat, you're flopping around all over the place like LeBron. What was it? Remember in game, I think it was three, where LeBron acted like he got hit in the face and then he went flopping into the fan in the front row and the guy spilled popcorn all over him? Flopper. Yeah, but how can you prove that they're not really that in that much pain, right? Well, so now you're leaving. That's what George is saying. You're leaving it to the referee to determine whether it is or is not a flop. Which then it becomes personal probably, right? I don't love it, man. I think it's a terrible idea. Slippery slope. I think it's hilarious. There's too much flopping. I think it's a bad, bad, bad idea. Like Jeff Van Gundy says, what, what's going on out there? Like, what are you what are you guys doing? You know, like, what happened to the game I love? Oh, and this will be great in Summer League for you then, George, if you, if you don't like it that much. Oh, there's a flopping foul. I'll have to describe it. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be like, he's out there like a fish, and now there's a free throw. I won't say that. You know what they'll do is, you know how they call Anthony Davis street clothes? They just come up with these names. You'll have to call somebody like Flippy Floppy. Here's the thing, though. Most guys at Summer League don't flop. Not a Um, lot of flopping in the Summer League. Guys are busting their ass just trying to make an invite to, like, a camp. You know Mm. what I mean? Like, I I don't recall a ton of flopping at Summer League. Mm. So remember one time somebody told Shaquille O'Neal that he was a big flopper, and Shaq said something like, I take that personally. And you were like, what did you say, Shaq? used to call Vladi Divac part of the flop turnity. <laughs> the flop turnity? <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> I take that personally. You tell him, Diesel. All right, All right next one. What's next? Yeah. On Tuesday, Netflix finally began cracking down on the rampant sharing of account passwords in the U.S. as they try to reel in more subscribers Uh-oh. as growth slows. Uh-huh. To combat password sharing, Netflix is limiting viewership of its programming to people living in the same household. So those who subscribe to Netflix's standard or premium plans will be able to allow another person living in their household 
to use their password for an additional $8 per month. Mm-hmm. So my mom got hit with this yesterday. My sister texted me and she's like, mom needs to get her own account because she got one of those messages like, do you live here? And now she's all mad. They're trying to charge her the $8. So to you guys, is the Netflix password sharing rule a big deal or no it's deal? It's not a big deal for me. Nobody shares our password. It's just basically me and my wife. So I bet Cappy's got a very different answer. Well, it could be a big deal for me because I'm the kind of person that has so many of these accounts that I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, we know this. And I know that they have these apps where you can put in like all your different stuff, but then yeah. you have to know your passwords to cancel it. I'm telling you right now, I think I have two LA Times accounts. I don't know why. I mean, what do I need to? I don't need but to. Just log in. I, I'm going to do that at some point. I got it between Netflix, Disney Plus, HBO Max, which is now Max, which I don't understand because there was Cinemax forever. So I don't really get like how you could just choose Max as your name. HBO Max, Netflix, Disney Plus, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Amazon Prime. Dude, I what am I doing? I don't use any of these things. What are you doing, Cap? I watched I watched Air the other night on Amazon Prime. Yeah. It's the first time I've ever used Amazon Prime. Oh, did you talk to your remote then? Yeah, I was like, No, no, Amazon that's not Prime. true because you used it to watch the game. Yeah, the, the Thursday, Thursday night. night. What are you talking yeah. about? Oh, okay. All right. Remember you All did right. that yeah. Amazon yeah. Prime. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's the right. first time maybe you've seen a movie. Yeah, first time I've seen a movie on Amazon yeah. Prime. But you watched Thursday Night Football all year. Yeah, that's right. One of these <laughs> Thursday days, Night Cappy, Football, Amazon Prime. We're going to have to go through like your... Uh, account and see how much money you're spending every month on these subscriptions it's got to be such a colossal waste right colossal waste of money yeah yeah we gotta get you fixed but that's what they listen they these companies they prey on people like me oh yeah because they they (laughs) They know you won't cancel right get this guy in he'll never cancel because he's too lazy or he's too preoccupied or it's like a gym membership where you pay for it and you never go yeah just don't ever get one of those subscription boxes or anything Oh, yeah, that's but like me, when I subscribe to anything on my phone, if I know it's like a free trial because I love doing those things, I'm cheap. Uh, the first thing I go do is go unsubscribe because they'll yep. give it to you till the end of whatever yep. they gave it to you. I do that, too. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the first thing trick. you got to do. You oh, really? Do that. Yeah, yes. yeah. 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 OK. May but, need some help. It's a good hack. Explain yes. to you how to do that is. Yeah. It's not that hard. Just go to your subscriptions on your phone. I know, but you guys got to understand, a lot of things for me are not that hard. Go on your phone right now on the subscriptions. I want to see where that is. Where would I find subscriptions? Go to the settings. Yeah. Then click on your name or whatever on the top. Okay, got it. And then it should be subscriptions. Got it. The fourth thing. Got it. Going to subscriptions right now. How many things do you have in Don't there? Don't know yet. It's still it's breathing. It's still cycling. Okay. The That's amount. not good. It's yeah. still, it's still uh, spinning. Let's see here. Disney Plus, okay. $10.99 a month. Okay, you don't yeah, we need to like add these up. Okay, Life three sixty seven ninety nine. Oh, you need that. Uh, NFL Plus, which I guess is uh, expiring September eighteenth. It tells me. Um, the Athletic. How, how much? You know the how much the Athletic 60 is? Sixty bucks a year. Sixty dollars. Yeah. There's a hack for that, but yes, no supporting journalism. I don't support journalism. Yes, you do. Um, I got an NFL. Well, red clearly, zone. you've been supporting journalism. Yeah. <laughs> without even knowing. Right. Well, this is my point. So now, like, how much okay. is NFL Red Zone? Um, it doesn't say. Okay. Oh, I gotta sign up for that for YouTube. Thirty four ninety nine mm-hmm. a year. Okay. I gotta go to YouTube to do that now. Is that all you got, Cap? Well, on my phone, but I mean, Netflix isn't on here. Okay, so just on um, your phone, that's one hundred and fifteen bucks. Amazon Prime's not on here. What? But like, okay, let's be real. Amazon Prime is like that's for it's us in the house. I only so, have. Yeah. I only had three. I had the Action Network, which I pay for once a year, $99. Why? What are you using that for? Well, it's just for gambling stuff. I think it's good for the show. Okay. Yeah. Um, Apple Music. Ugh. 
which I just canceled because I'm like, it was a free trial. Good for you. So I didn't. Listen I, to Laura. <laughs> Listen to Miss Salty. And then I a, am. Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus. That's a good one though. Yeah, six ninety nine. That's it. All right. So I got two now. I have the Athletic and Apple TV. That's it. Really, so the athletic I have, but not on my phone for whatever reason. Well, let's just say so. I I don't have the LA Times twice here on my phone. I don't have Netflix on my phone. Just log into your LA Times account with whatever two emails yeah. you've done and cancel it. It's super easy. It's okay. not hard. Okay, or at least cancel one of them. Can I just tell you guys though? This is just give you an idea of how hard things are for me. I, I need mean, a, I need a new pair of running shoes desperately, right? Uh-huh. Go to Nike.com, bro. I went to Nike.com. They sis. just had a huge sale. Okay. Yeah, I went to Nike.com. I pulled out exactly the style number, et cetera, uh-huh, et cetera. Uh-huh. Now I got to get it over to my Nike guy. And, and oh, I've been, I've been sitting on photographs that I took on my phone. Crypto Ray says you need an assistant. I had an assistant. Right, and you got rid of her. Listen, and I need a new Laura one. needs another job, okay? Yeah? Can you I've, handle it? I don't think you can handle this job. I was... You want to deal with him no, all day? Oh, I can, I can... If Rachel can't put him on a lead, I could. Trust. I'm Latina, bro. We got Trust. This. Trust. She we is Latina. This. That is different. <laughs> Trust. Y soy mexicana, that's See. extra. But you would go, because she would... I think I would drive you nuts. She would drive you nuts because she'd <laughs> yeah, be on I your would, booty. Yes. Yeah, I think I yeah. would, never mind. I think I would, I would get fired from this show, actually, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I think I would drive you nuts. I did have an assistant. God, it was so much easier when I had an assistant, but then she kind of... Yeah, she jacked you, right? Mm. See, Alle- you need allegedly. Mm. Oh, you need an assistant you can trust. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't vet this assistant well. It was kind of the way USC vetted my boy Mike Bone. Right. I did a terrible job Speaking of vetting of my which, assistant. Speaking of which, let's get into USC in the next <laughs> segment because there are, quote, unprecedented preparations for Bronny James's arrival. Let's touch on that plus dealer's choice. One more segment to go, 710 ESPN. Oh, Trick loves the kids, Cappy. Does he? Yeah, man. That's what he said. Don't you remember? Trick loves the kids? Yeah. It's not this song, but this is 2001. And he always says, they call me Trick Daddy Dollar. I'm a Love thug. Trick Daddy. Get some Trina in there, too. Yeah. Trina. Remember Trina? People say Trina cost uh, James Harden uh, a chance at a championship. Really? Well, they blame when the OKC Thunder had Duran and Westbrook and they played LeBron and those guys. They said that uh, James Harden was messing with Trina back then. Why they always got to blame the girl? I didn't blame him. I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying that's why, what people I were said, saying. I said people. Why are they always gonna blame the girl? Well, you know why. They're just saying he was out late. You know, saying, saying I mean, was, he's always out late. You yeah. know. Yeah. Well, we know that now. We didn't know that back then. <laughs> yeah. He got places he could go. You back know? then, we didn't know that yet about him. He yeah. was so young still. You know, you know. I'm just saying, don't blame the girl. No, he just got. He's got more things on his mind than just playing basketball. Mm. You know. Right. Got another game that he's trying to play. Uh huh. You feel me? Friends, but never yeah. Mind. That was all, um, you know, back in those days. All right, so, Cappy, before we get to dealer's choice, mm. unprecedented preparation for Bronny James' arrival at USC by Myron Metcalf on ESPN.com. You can see it in the app as well. Uh, a lot of attention on the basketball team. DeMar DeRozan was quoted in the story talking about, obviously DeMar DeRozan went to USC, saying basketball-wise, you need a big name to come there and bring this type of attention. He's the perfect person for that. I think the way he comes in, the way he'll handle it, the attention he's going to bring, I think is going to push USC to another level that we haven't seen yet. There's talks about increased security and safety measures being put in place uh, this year to contend with the star power that they expect at the uh, at the games. The school could create a separate entrance for celebrities and their VIPs who want to watch Bronny and the USC men's basketball team play. Also plans to adjust security measures for players uh, as general attendance will increase as well. And ticket prices are expected to go up several percent. 
So I am curious to see how this all plays out, uh, Cappy, but it is a lot of attention, certainly, with Bronny coming to town. Well, coming to that part of town. So I guess my question is why? Like, just I'll just end it at why? Well, for, did for you the, watch the, the games at Sierra Canyon? There was a ton of celebrities there all the time. Drake was at their games, for God's sake. So my answer is no. Yeah. I did not watch any of Bronny's high school basketball games. Yeah. Where would I have seen them? I mean, you could have gone on Facebook, actually. You could have seen them. You're big on Facebook. Well, I mean, I uh, I, I didn't see them. Yeah. And I, I, I will say this, and I said it last week, now that Bronny James is going to go to USC, I'm more interested to go see USC basketball. Right. You want to go? I do. Yeah, but now you don't have an in. Well, now I'm screwed. Yeah, we got to go credentials. This whole Mike Bone thing has just destroyed my whole my whole game. I mean, it's kind of also destroyed him too. Yeah, I mean, now he's also at fault for that. But there's that. Well, I mean, you're not you're you're just collateral damage here, Cappy. You're I know, not, I know, but it really <laughs> there's a lot of other people that have dealt with worse things yeah, in that scenario. Screwed me up though, man. Yeah. You know, it screwed me up. I will say this: I have been reading a lot of these uh, it is pieces about him. Well, I've been reading a lot of these pieces that have I come saw out. The one in the Athletic. Today, yeah, yeah, I read that in the Athletic today, and I'll just tell you this, and I'll and I'll say this about Mike Bone. Mm-hmm. Okay, I never was over at the USC Athletic Department. I never was in his office. And I you never were never at Cincinnati either. I have But here's what I'll That's say: That's the one that apparently is just as bad, if not worse. But here, here's what I want to say. Yeah. In the times that I had spent with Mike Bone, mm-hmm. I never, ever heard him say anything that was disrespectful to women or racially insensitive in any way. Never heard him say, he never said anything to me like, you know, like we're two two white guys sitting around like, hey, let me say something that's a little off color, but we can get away with that because we're two white guys together. I never heard him say anything even close to anything like that. Right. If anything, I always thought to myself, how could this guy be so big and jolly and so about the student athletes? And it just it seems so hokey and corny in a cute kind of a way. And and now I'm reading all this stuff. And you clearly uh, didn't know about, him the way other people knew him. And and I and I will just say this. I'm skeptical always. I, I don't always believe everything that I read or how it's reported. I, but you think people at Cincinnati have a reason to have a gripe against him now? He's gone. Um, no, I I think that um, I think that USC. Uh, forget about Cincinnati. Well, I mean that's a big part of the story, though. I in the yeah, athletic, it is. But the story that we should be thinking about is USC should be ashamed of itself with everything that has gone on at that school. And I'm not talking about winning basketball games or football games. I'm talking about all the scandals that have gone on. Mm-hmm. Okay. For the president of the university to not do a better job of vetting somebody who's coming from a school of the magnitude of Cincinnati to a place of the magnitude of USC, Cincinnati's a little nothing. USC is gigantic. And when things like this happen, they become huge national stories. If this exact story were happening at Cincinnati, nobody care. Yeah, Nobody would care. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, is that I don't believe everything I read. Okay. That's all. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think those people have a reason to lie on the record. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've just I've just never seen it. I've never experienced yeah. well, anything that, even close again, to it. But again, you're in a different situation. You're not yeah. working with them every day. That is true. All right. But Bronny is what we were talking right, about. Right. So so get, yeah. so back to Bronny for a quick second. So I asked the question, why? Why is USC going to have to go to all of this trouble 
to accommodate a young man. They're not accommodating him. They're accommodating the the type of uh, environment that's going to be at the games with all these celebrities and be, et cetera, et cetera. Because et cetera. Bronny James is there. Correct. Yeah. Why? Why are we all, and I say we, I'm included. Why are we all so fascinated by this? To the point where USC is going to have to spend this amount of money and deal with this amount of security. Right, but they're going to make it back because they're going to raise ticket prices and no, they're going to expect a lot more people there. No doubt. Yeah. There is no doubt that they are thinking, well, if we're going to have to spend a couple million dollars to deal with this, where are we making up this money? Well, we're going to raise ticket prices. But people don't really come to our games. Well, they will now. So I understand. But it's it's so amazing to me how we all, and again, I say we, I'm included in this group, are fascinated by this kid who, by all accounts, is not the superstar high school player and recruit. In fact, if anything, the kid that they got, I wish I knew his name, from Georgia, mm-hmm. who was the, He's no- the number one recruit in the country. Number one high school basketball recruit in the country. Yeah. And people aren't doing this for him. Um, he doesn't have the name value. Right. And and LeBron being in LA, this is and and LeBron. What is the point? I don't understand what your point my is. My point though. is is that we are, and again, I always keep saying we are consumed, obsessed, fascinated to the point where SC is going to have to go to this kind of trouble to take care of all this stuff to see a guy who, by all accounts, is not he's not yet achieved like superstar status, and we don't know if he will. But he's LeBron's kid. I know. And. LeBron's going to be there, and all his famous friends are going to be there, just like they were at Sierra Canyon. Mm. All right, no dealer's choice today, because you you went on and you went, you took that one. Well, I had to you go to a whole Brian. SC thing, yeah. but we got to go. Bet LA is up next. Maybe I'll get I'll buy tickets for a Bronny game just for you. How about that? And then you can come in through the celebrity entrance. Great job, Lindsay and Laura. I see you perked up there. Bet LA is next.